Greetings, listeners. Welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church in Las Vegas, Nevada, which you can find online at www.dominionfire.com. My name is Million Quinteros. I am the overseer of the Dominion Fire Church, as well as a licensed minister through John G. Lake Ministries, which you can find online at jglm.org, either place if you'd like more information on what we do and a little on our background. Well, as I mentioned, being uh, involved and working through uh, JGLM, which is John G. Lake's Ministries under uh, Reverend Curry Blake. Um, that is where I initially got my start in uh, the divine healing message and learning how to do things, learning how to deal with things like dominion and authority and healing specifically. And as uh, I, I had initially started learning and initially uh, getting out into the world, that was that was what got me activated, got me out of my chair, into the streets, and start uh, started doing this stuff. So uh, this ministry has been just phenomenal to me in so many ways. And along the way, everyone, and I mean everyone, that I have met and worked with through JGLM has been an absolute pleasure to work with and has been so helpful and so supportive and so grateful. Joining me on the line today is one of those people that was instrumental in helping Helping me kind of get centered, get things back together, especially during a time where you're kind of first out of the gate. You're not exactly sure where you're going. You're a little lost. And, uh, you know, people have been just, like I said, phenomenal in helping. And this gentleman is uh, just has been phenomenal overall. Uh, joining me, he is a pastor through JGLM. He's a uh, life team leader out in Washington State. Joining me on the phone, Mr. Fred Palmer. Fred, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing just great. I got to tell you, I'm so excited to have you here. As, uh, just as I was mentioning, you were uh, instrumental with helping me kind of uh, get centered, get started, get some ideas, get things uh, kind of in place. So it's uh, it's been a long time since uh, we actually had that uh, that meeting. I traveled out to uh, California at the time where we kind of met up and and got together. So it's uh, we've all kind of grown a little bit. You've changed some locations, and uh, it, it's just great having you here. I, I can't thank you enough. <laughs> well, thank you. So before we begin, what I'd like to do with the audience is, uh, would you please share a big testimony, a healing uh, miracle that you've seen, something that will really just flip people out? What, what can you share with us? Uh, just recently here, about uh, probably been three weeks ago, uh, I was at work. Uh, one of my life team uh, members was also here working with me, and uh, we had a gentleman come in in a wheelchair who had been in an uh, automobile accident. He came in with his, uh, his, his brother. They were actually looking at a motorcycle. And uh, he'd been in an accident over nine years ago. He'd been paralyzed from the waist down uh, during since that time. And uh, just in conversation, I finally asked him, I said, well, you know, we were just talking in general pretty much about the bikes. And I said, finally, place here prompted me and says, uh, you know, he needs prayer. So I, I said, well, would you mind if I prayed for you? And he says, well, I've had several people over the years pray for me, and uh, uh, nothing's ever happened, and, and the whole thing. I said, well, you know, uh, it couldn't hurt. And he says, well, okay, go ahead. Uh, so I called my uh, one of the other coworkers here at the shop over uh, where we prayed together, and basically what we did is we commanded everything to be restored that had been damaged from the accident, and in anything that the medications or, or surgeries had transformed against him, 
and damage to be restored. Uh, it was just a very short, quick thing. And within about 15 minutes, he actually uh, got full strength back into his lower body and his legs, stood up, and walked out with his wheelchair, praising God. So it was a, an amazing wow. thing to see happen, and it was just a, 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 a wonderful thing the Lord had done for him. Uh, and I wow. think that one of the things that, uh, that my uh, co-worker, who has already been on the YP for a very short period of time, had learned was that, that you don't have to be in, in something for a long time. You just have that the faith to know that Christ will heal them. Absolutely. And so he, uh, he basically, uh, ever since then, is praying for everybody that's <laughs> put in front of him and, uh, and, the, and the Lord's healing them. Uh, right and left, and he's, he's finally understood who he was because we went through the new NAD series, which is what I've done with all the, the people in my team, and uh, so they they actually understand who they are. Uh, so it was a very a very exciting time. Uh, that, that is only one of many that has happened over the last probably two months. Uh, we had another one recently too that, that had uh, uh, had uh, liver cancer. And they gave them uh, two months to live. Uh, and we went out and uh, commanded the cancer to go, uh, took authority over it, and anything that the chemo had had damaged to be restored. Uh, that person went in the following week for another scan, which they were getting ready to figure out what next step to take as far as the doctors were concerned. Uh, the tumor has gone, and there were no cancer cells in the body whatsoever. Wow, amazing. Just amazing, and you hear that kind of stuff. It's, it's phenomenal. And uh, now, with both of these people, have you had follow-ups to see how they're progressing? Oh, definitely. Uh, we've, we've checked with both. Uh, the, the gentleman that was paralyzed from the waist down, uh, he's actually called uh, several times now and spoken with me, and I've, I've got him uh, pretty well set free from all the, the wrong doctrine over the years. And uh, he's, he's now out praying for people also. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> so, because uh, he knows that Christ heals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, that's the whole thing. And the the other gentle, gentleman that had the cancer, uh, I've heard from him twice now, and uh, the, the doctors could not understand what was going on because uh, they couldn't figure out how that could be done. And he, he testified that Christ healed him. Uh, so they had him come back in two more times to be tested again. And both times, it's been uh, no cancer cells and no tumor. Awesome. Uh, they've, done, they've done a full uh, scan on him, and it's done actually three times they've done it to him now. Wow. And, you know, and this is why God is awesome, because it's it's a real, legitimate, tangible thing that the world needs to know about, hands down. And um, now, what I want to, uh, something you brought up in that uh, story you told us was something that we, we encounter a lot also as well, and maybe you can speak to this a little bit. There are people that, uh, like the gentleman in the wheelchair, who have had people pray for him before with nothing happening. So when you go to them and you uh, offer a healing prayer ministry of any kind, um, you run in, I run into that a lot, and they say, well, a lot of people have prayed for me. Nothing ever happened. I think I'm okay. So how do you address that when that comes before you? Uh, generally, uh, you know, how I address those things is, that, well, you know, it's going to be short and sweet. And I said, you know, uh, I operate from uh, the position of authority. And I said, a lot of people, uh, what they'll do is they'll beg God for uh, a healing. Uh, a lot of people do pray. 
uh, rather than coming from the a position of authority. I said, you know, it's only going to take about four or five minutes. And I said, you know, what's that gonna, you got to do with your life? Uh, wouldn't you care, love it to be, you know, set free of all this nonsense and, and be whole again? But, you know, of course, the answer is always yes. Uh, and many times, too, in the, in the case of the paralytic gentleman, it was almost as though he'd given up. And that, you know, either God was punishing him or something along that line, which is, is never the case, you know, because we, uh, we serve the kingdom of light and life. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a, I, I don't make a big to-do about it. Uh, and generally, they they, uh, they have a tendency to, you know, be questionable, but it's not their faith that heals them. It's Christ that heals them. Mm-hmm. And it's my faith. And uh, there's been other cases, too, to where in similar situations with cancer, especially, uh, we've had to pray for people for over three to four months. Uh, but then the Lord, he heals them. Uh, you know, it's not its not something that, uh, there's no set thing to have happen. But there's also been circumstances where uh, recently, about two or three different situations, where we've actually just come into the room. We haven't prayed for anybody, and we haven't laid hands on anybody. But the presence of God is so strong uh, on us that, the light and the life of Christ is all over us, and darkness flees, and these people are healed without saying a word. Definitely, the uh, the presence of God is a topic we keep running into a lot from uh, the different interviews we have, and everyone really has um, pointed that out specifically, that there is something to that, like you were saying, where things will just flee, things will just happen, and uh, and just a, a tangible presence makes things happen at the same time. So uh, we will discuss more of that on our next segment. We are up against the break. So uh, listeners, again, we are talking with a uh, with Pastor Fred Palmer for a uh, with JGLN, uh, John G. Lake Ministries, as well as a life team leader out in Washington State near the Tacoma area. And uh, we will be right back after this. Keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Hello, listeners. Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. We 
are back here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, overseer of uh, Dominion Fire Church here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, Heal the Sick podcast is one of our projects. And again, make sure to check out our website because in addition to uh, radio, we do all kind of creative art projects which support the idea of healing and dominion and authority. And we are just getting the message out there and just uh, specifically on this program, letting the world know that this is the real tangible stuff and uh, that this happens every day, day in, day out, all around the world by uh, people who are just walking in the power and the presence of God, as our guest was talking about in the last segment. Again, joining us, Pastor Fred Palmer uh, through JGLM, John G. Lake Ministries, uh, Life Team Leader, Washington State in the uh, Tacoma area. And uh, Fred, want to get back into um, our, our discussion here. How did you actually get involved uh, with uh, healing, with this type of ministry? Give us a little of your background and your experience. Well, the, the healing ministry is something that I've been aware of all my life. Uh, I was uh, brought up uh, by a mother who uh, was a spiritual uh, believer, and she would drag all of his kids to all of these different uh, spiritual churches and things, and she hung them down every place we moved to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had seen some different things, but uh, this one year, uh, it was about I was probably about 16 at the time, and she took us to uh, a camp meeting up in, actually, in Bellingham, Washington. And uh, during the camp meeting that was there, uh, it was, they had several different pastors and, and evangelists and stuff that were coming in to speak different times uh, throughout the, there was a four-day situation. And while we were there, uh, we were sitting down, uh, my sisters, two of my sisters and myself were sitting down kind of, you know, back away from the front. Uh, and next to me was sitting a gentleman that uh, was paralyzed from the waist down. And on the other side of me, uh, uh, another gentleman who was missing his, his lower right arm. Uh, and during this time, that the evangelist, I can't remember who it was, the guy's name, uh, came over to both of these guys and asked them if they'd like you know, prayer and, and to be healed. And, uh, you know, I... I heard about all the healings and stuff throughout, you know, just from being involved with the different churches that my mother was thinking to, but I'd never really seen anything. And uh, the, the one person that was paralyzed, I mean, his legs were probably maybe three inches or four inches in diameter, uh, just because he hadn't used them for so long mm-hmm. and lost all the muscle tone. Yeah. And so he prayed for him uh, and then went right to the gentleman that was, uh, we were both young men, same ages as I was. Uh, to to my right, and he prayed for him. Well, he, while he was praying for him, uh, the, the guy that was paralyzed on the left of me uh, started uh, screaming and shouting, and, and I kind of looked over, and I, his legs were being completely restored. Hmm. And so that we went back over paying attention to him when all this was going on. I wasn't paying attention to the, the other side. Uh, and then the other side, the other gentleman his arm was growing back <laughs> and, and and all these things and so this was taking place within probably 30 minutes in both cases uh, by the time the 30 minutes was up the one kid on the on the left side had his legs fully restored with had all his functions back and within actually an hour uh, the other kid had, had a, a full arm and hand that was fully restored so the healing power of Christ at that point in time I knew Jesus healed. Mm-hmm. 
and I just I just didn't know how. And so for years and years, you know, we've been involved with different churches over the years, and and we'd see I've seen some different healings take place uh, just through ministering to people, things of that nature, but nothing to that magnitude. And we were always looking for a church that would actually understand uh, the authority that we had. And uh, my wife and I both had searched for a long, long time, and then we ran across the John G. Lake Ministries just as a, 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 an accident, so to speak, where they, he was actually ministering at one of the churches there in California, which at the time, that's where we were living. Mm-hmm. And so we heard that, and it was exactly what the Holy Spirit had been telling us for years. Uh, the message and the, and the doctrine and everything that he was doing was exactly that. And so we knew that that was the home. And so at that point in time, uh, we got involved with that as a life team and uh, started operating as a life team and seeing the power of God move tremendously. And then uh, after that portion was done, uh, they had asked me to uh, be a state director. So I was a state director for probably about six or seven months uh, through the state of California. And then they, they what happened then was they had a, uh, a situation where they needed help in the, in the national director's position as far as life teams were concerned. And so I took that on until they could find, uh, actually, they wanted to do it all in-house, um, where Curry could be able to, to, you know, speak to an individual just on a passing, passing the hall type of thing. Uh, so, but I did that at that point in time. So I was involved with uh, not only your uh, starting up of a life team, but actually I was over probably close to about 100 across the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which, to this date, I still hear contacts from quite a few of them, you know, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, we actually had uh, made the decision to move up to Washington, because that's where our family's from. Okay. And so we came up here and started our life team up, and we're just seeing the power of God so like you can't believe. That's brilliant. And uh, as a as a pastor through uh, through JGLM and uh, and through the work you do, now you had an opportunity recently where you were um, interacting with another pastor, and his daughter had a uh, a unique uh, uh, condition that she was dealing with, and uh, I believe he was uh, an AG Assemblies of God pastor. And uh, what happened in that situation? Tell us about that. Well, he he was a, a Assemblies of God pastor for probably over 35 years, and his, uh, his daughter had uh, contracted a, a brain tumor, and she was uh, having seizures, and they, they basically gave her about a month and a half to live. Uh, so he was pretty distraught about the whole thing, and, and his church had been praying for her this nature for quite a while, and I said, well, uh, I'll tell you what, let's, why don't you and I just pray for her, and we'll agree for her that Christ will heal her, and we'll... we'll from there, and we don't need to have a big long drawn out prayer. Let's just uh, command this stuff and command life over her and life over her family. He said, Okay, let's do that. You go ahead and go. So that's exactly what I did. Uh, about five days later, uh, she went into the hospital again to find out what the next step was going to be to either do a, a, a brain surgery or things of this nature to see if they could save her. But the cancer had spread. It looked kind of like an octopus over the top of her head, and the tentacles going down around her brain. Wow. And uh, that was the first uh, CAT scan that they did, uh, that he actually showed me that. And then she had gone back in on Wednesday. They were going to 
figure out what chemo or surgery to do. Mm-hmm. And so they did another scan on her, and where all that cancer was was an empty cavity. Oh, wow. Awesome. And they, so they then tested her for uh, cancer cells, which she came up negative on all of it. She had zero cancer cells in her blood, in her system, and she had no seizures and no, no damage, no anything done to her. So it basically it strengthened his faith, but it also, he also understood that no matter who you are, you have that authority. You have the authority over Christ. You know, and with Christ in the driver's seat, all things are possible. Wow. And so it was a situation to where, you know, and he had mentioned to me too, he said, you know, we've been begging God to heal her, not commanding it to leave. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the very enlightening things for him. You know, the, uh, that, that concept is, uh, for me as well, is what really changed the equation. Once I realized that what position we are in, in essence, to be making these demands on sickness to leave and just the, the rights and privileges that are assigned to us. And um, with listeners, again, uh, Pastor Fred Palmer, John G. Lake Ministries, Life Team in uh, Washington State. Um, when we have, uh, whenever we've talked in the past, Fred and I, um, a, a theme that Fred is always hammering into me and always making sure I'm aware of is knowing who you are in Christ. And that is a phenomenal piece of the puzzle that will unlock a lot of this stuff for you once you truly get a hold of that. And uh, Fred, I would like to ask you about that when we come back from this break. We're up against our uh, second break of the show. And listeners, again, this is Million here with you on the Heal the Sick podcast, a production of Dominion Fire Church. Uh, check out our site at Dominion Fire. And we will be right back after this. Singer-songwriter Ian Christopher presents to you his debut CD entitled Tomorrow, featuring original soulful music inspired by such artists as Phil Wickham and Building 429. Take a sonic journey with an artist who wears both his heart and his message firmly on his sleeve as he presents his unique brand of acoustic rock mixed with folk influences. Ian Christopher is found on Reverb Nation, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and iTunes, as well as his personal website, IanChristopher.com. Visit www.ianchristopher, spelled K-R-I-S-T-O-F-E-R, ianchristopher.com, and spend some time in the sound of Ian's spiritual self-discovery expressed in simple words. Ian Christopher and his new CD tomorrow, available today. That we haven't found, discovered, forgiven to our core, yes we I want to share with you about a little church in Apache Junction, Arizona, called The Manger. Pastor Ramon had a vision from the Lord of a place where people could come and worship and praise God, fellowship, be prayed for or prayed with, and feast together as one body, where the doors are open 24-7. The Lord said, go back to The Manger, where salvation began in the simplicity of a stable. Now, the Lord has led Pastor Ramon to a piece of property where he says The Manger will one day stand. They're trying to raise funds to buy this land where a stable will be the chapel in this vision. It'll be big enough to house a commercial kitchen, bathrooms, showers, and assist the struggling, hard-working families in the community. Now, they do need your help, so please, if you feel led in your heart to donate and be a part of this vision, go to their website at www.backtothemanger.com backslash donations. Or you can call Pastor Ramon at 480-593-7777. The Lord said, go back to the manger. 
where salvation began. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. And welcome back for a third time, listeners, to the Heal the Sick podcast. Nillian here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. And uh, we are talking today with uh, Pastor Fred Palmer from John G. Lake Ministries out in Washington State, a, uh, just a f- phenomenal guy that has been just wonderful in helping our ministry here. So uh, we, we are uh, just getting some information and some experience out of him just to see what he has to share with us. And thus far, it's been great. It's going to get better. And here's the next question for you, Fred. Um, as I was saying, at the end of the last break, we talk all the time, uh, you and I, about knowing who you are in Christ. And that, and that's huge. Um, so you're, on your heart lately uh, has been the concept of the five-fold ministry, how it relates to healing and the believer and who you are in Christ. What what can you share about that topic for us? Well, one of the things that I run into a lot, uh, you know, and one of the things that people need to understand is when you've accepted Christ in, in, into you and He's Lord over your life, uh, which many there are many believers out there that that, that uh, have gone through the whole the whole process of the, of the basic things, but no one's ever explained to them who they are, and. Uh, the, the, one of the things that I run across the most is the fact that, you know, I ask people, I said, well, you know, who lives in you? And they say, well, Jesus lives in me. I said, okay. Well, who was the, the uh, teacher of teachers? Well, that's Jesus. Who was the prophet of prophets? Well, that's Jesus. Who was the apostle of apostles? Well, that's Jesus. Well, who was the, the evangelist of evangelists? Well, that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, who was the pastor of pastors? Well, that's Jesus. Right. I said, now, who lives in you? Well, Jesus does. I said, you've got the fivefold. That's right. You have everything. You have everything that you were designed to have when you accepted Christ into you, that he is Lord and Savior over all things. And what you don't know is you don't know you, you can exercise in that. You weren't called to a certain thing. You weren't called to be a prophet or, or apostle. You have everything. That's right. And the, the, the thing is, is that you have to understand that when you have everything, you can exercise everything. And what you don't understand is most people don't exercise everything because they don't feel, oh, that's not for me. Right, that's right. not what I'm called to. But you're called to everything. And one of the things that, that most people don't understand is that it's like anything else. You know, when you exercise, you build up your strength, you build up your, your endurance, you build up your, your muscles. And you're, and you're basically your whole body and your, all your systems are, are functioning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no different when you start exercising all the different things. Because, you know, did you ever see Jesus say, hey, wait a minute while I get a, an apostle over here? Or can you give me just right. a second while I get a, a prophet over here? Uh, you know, he never did that. And actually, none of the disciples did that. That's right. And so, you, you, you know, it's a key issue that people need to understand that you have the fivefold, you operate in the fivefold. Are the offices different? Yes, they are. There actually are offices of the fivefold that are out there. Uh, specific things that, that uh, Christ has called certain people to do. But it's not something that is limited only to them. You know, it's something that you need to operate on because Christ is in you. And, you know, the one thing that the biggest issue that people have 
is that, you know, I, I hear this constantly. You know, well, I'm not called to that. Well, yes, you are. We're called. We are called to be disciples and make disciples, to heal the sick, preach the gospel, and cast out demons. And I said, what part of that is complicated? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know if I can do that, is what people would say. Well, have you tried? And generally speaking, most people don't, because it takes them out of their comfort zone. They don't want to see a failure. And, you know, have we had failures, both in healing and in, in other areas? Yes, we have. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the failures are so minimal compared to what Christ is doing. Mm-hmm. And the understanding, when people understand the fact that it's not them that's doing this, has nothing to do with them, that's when they can start really operating in freedom. Because when you start operating in freedom, are you going to make mistakes? Yes, you are. But the more you exercise, the more you the more you fellowship with Christ, the stronger these things are going to become. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an encouragement to all the people that are out there, because right now, uh, you know, for many years, the church has been asleep, and the the church, what people don't understand, it's not a building; mm-hmm. it's them. Yep. And when they finally understand that it's not just going to, to a building on a Sunday and that they are the church, they carry the light, they carry Christ's life with them, the more freedom they're going to have, and the more freedom they're going to have, not only for themselves, but to others. You know, we are here on earth. As the, as the Word says, you were purposed before time began. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, most people do not understand the purpose. They don't know what purpose they are. You know, oh, well, I, you know, I, I tithe, I do all these things. And yes, those things are important, but the, the flip side is, is, if I walked into a church tomorrow and asked, okay, what's your specific purpose? They couldn't tell me. You know, the, the odd thing about this is that it's a shame because they've been, been taught, for the most part, to be followers, right, not right. doers. Right, right, right. And uh, I've had several people in life teams over the over the last couple of years that I've worked with that you know are really kind of a wallflower in the church building kind of a thing. And I've taken them out into the fields and had them help pray for people. And see what they do. when they start seeing people get healed, and all of a sudden it just sets them on fire and, and turns them on. It's like the the life of them is just all of a sudden come back. It's amazing to see what happens. The other thing that's amazing is a lot of these folks that are out there doing this were sick. And as they've stepped out and done this stuff, Christ has healed them. It's amazing to see what God's doing. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, a couple thoughts came to mind that uh, just want to throw it out there, just uh, personal thoughts that came up was, um, you know, number one is that a lot in a lot of these cases, it's just a matter of changing your mindset about what's happening, especially with, you know, versus can I do it versus it's not even me doing it. There's just a mindset change that needs to happen. And if you trace it through the Greek, what is the change of mind? It's the repentance. So when they say repent of things, you know, change your mind, change your thinking to what the truth is, and you'll see it happen for you. So that's thought number one. And then uh, number two was um, a friend of mine recently pointed out something that should have been obvious to me and somehow I missed it and uh, you touched on it a second ago was stepping out of your comfort zone 
And he says to me, because we were talking about the idea of just for me, I know a lot of times randomly going up to someone and say, hey, let me pray for you is very hard for me sometimes. And I said, you know, I'm out of my comfort zone. I don't feel comfortable doing it. And he says, "Okay, well, you're uncomfortable, right? I'm like, yeah. And he said, so who is your comforter? I was like, well, you know, Jesus, Holy Spirit, you know, the whole deal. He says, what you do is you step out of your comfort zone and the Holy Spirit will take care of fixing that and give you the comfort through it. I was like, wow, that's pretty heavy. I kind of like that whole thought. So, uh, I mean, is that, is that making any sense to you, Fred? All the sense in the world. Okay, cool. That is, you know, that, that is, that's exactly what I what I was striving to, to get across. The fact that, you know, as, as the church, believers in Christ step out. He will meet you. One of the things in the Word that is so important for people to really understand is, is He goes before us, and He's our rear guard. Yep. And the biggest, the biggest issue that people have is it's not us that's doing the work. Yep. And, you know, all the glory goes to Him. I've had many people over the years say, well, what church did you go to? And, and you know, what's your name and whole thing? I said, you know what? And these are people that the Lord's healed. I said, all you need to know is Jesus Christ. I said, that's the name you need to remember, because that's the guy who did this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, that is, to me, is more important than anything. It's the love of God and his grace and mercy over us that does all this stuff. Yeah, and uh, kind of in the same vein, you know, the, the Holy Spirit is the helper, not the doer. You have to do it. He will help you. You put yourself mm-hmm. in a situation of uncomfort, he will comfort you, you know, and, and kind of like you said. So there's a, a good um, a part of it is also knowing not only who you are in Christ, but knowing who the Holy Spirit is, because that's, uh, that, that's a big piece to that puzzle that, that people do often miss. And, um, Fred, we are almost out of time here on the show. I wish we could talk all night here, but it's, uh, <laughs> gotta be respectful of your time and the, and the listeners as well. Um, if people would like to maybe speak with you more, get a hold of you, learn if they're in the area, um, do you have any, uh, Facebook, website, email, anything you would like to share with us? Yeah, I've got a, a Facebook page. It's under Fred Palmer okay. uh, on Facebook. Uh, last name is P-A-L-M-E-R. Uh, and it's under Fred, F-R-E-D. Mm-hmm. So you can click on that, and when you click on that page, you're going to see uh, not only prayer requests, but you're going to see uh, testimonies from all over the world. Uh, and if you also click on the, uh, the Life Team US, uh, you'll see a lot of what's going on uh, nationally for what God's doing with all the different Life Teams. Brilliant. So hit that up on Facebook. It's under the name Fred Palmer. And uh, Fred, as we are getting ready to go, first off, I want to thank you for being here. It is an absolute pleasure to have spoke with you today. A lot of great, great, great information uh, for our listeners. Um, what I like to ask the uh, guest on the program to do is to close us in a bit of a prayer, if you will. And uh, along the way, if you feel any prophetic words, words of knowledge, anything like that that may come up, uh, feel free to do it. And uh, would you please pray for us and just let it rip? Father, we just come before you right now. All those that are listening to this that are, that are, are lame, sick, are, are disabled, I speak to those things. I speak to the spirit of infirmity. Spirit of infirmity, you hear my voice, you leave now by his stripes and what he accomplished and what would be the most. You have no, no authority over these, these kind of individuals. I speak life into those individuals and life abundantly. And as far as the, the, the word that I have, uh, not only for you, but also for the, the listeners, is it's time. It's time to step out. It's time to, to wake up. 
and time to exercise. You know, these are things that the Lord will meet you in. This is where the Holy Spirit's going to come in and just amaze you and take your breath away. We're coming into a time where things are going to look pretty dark, but where the light is, darkness flees. Mm-hmm. And my, my final word to you is, is that don't be afraid to step out. Yep. Don't be afraid to, to exercise, and don't be afraid to follow what Christ is putting in your heart. Mm. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Fred Palmer, thank you for joining us. And listeners, if um, if you've been impacted by any of those prayers or uh, any of these uh, healing prayers that we put out have affected you and have healed you, we want to hear. Let us know, please. You can email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. And you can also visit us through our website, which is dominionfire.com, facebook.com slash dominionfire twitter.com slash dominion fire as well you can find us on all those places and my personal twitter if you want to follow my individual work is at healing minister so you are welcome to uh, join us in any of these places if you would like some training or like some more knowledge like to get involved um, any of us are happy to help you uh, we are we're not in competition we're all on the same team so you can reach out to me you can reach out to fred any of our previous guests and uh, just share kind of what's going on in your life so let us know at dominion fire church at gmail.com listeners thank you so much thank you for for our guest today, Fred Palmer. And uh, listeners, we want to just uh, ask you to sh- please share this with anyone who uh, is in need of this message or uh, needs healing. Please share this. Let's get the word out. We're just trying to get the truth out to the world as we're always after. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we like to say, boom, goes Yeshua. Yeshua.